This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Oh, yes, it was quite chaotic. That's what you heard just there. Uh, What you just heard in the background, though, were the words of Prime Minister Justin Trudeau caught on camera apparently talking candidly with fellow leaders about U.S. President Donald Trump. I find it hard to believe this doesn't happen. I think the only thing unique about this is that somebody actually caught what they were saying. He was speaking with Boris Johnson, the U.K. Prime Minister, French President Emmanuel Macron, and it looked like Princess Anne was standing there as well. If you see the actual video, well, of course, this has gone viral. Uh, So it shows them standing there talking about, uh, well, the late arrival of Emmanuel Macron, what happened at his discussion with President Trump as well. Now, his name wasn't actually mentioned, but it did seem like that was the person that they were talking about. Well, right away, because you don't often see world leaders with those kinds of candid remarks going on, that just went viral. You had to know the U.S. president was going to hear about it or see it, and he would have something to say about it. And he did. He called Prime Minister Justin Trudeau uh, two-faced. Do you have a video of uh, Prime Minister Trudeau talking about you last night? Well, he's too fast. Do you think that Germany is too naive? And honestly, with Trudeau, he's a nice guy. I, I find him to be a very nice guy. But, you know, the truth is that uh, I called him out on the fact that he's not paying 2%. And I guess he's not very happy about it. I mean, you were there, a couple of you were there. And uh, he's not paying 2%, and he should be paying 2%. It's Canada, they have money. And they should be paying 2%. So I called him out on that, and I'm sure he wasn't happy about it. But that's the way it is. Look, I'm representing the U.S., and he should be paying more than he's paying, and he understands it. So I can imagine I can imagine he's not that happy, but that's the way it is. Honestly, is anyone surprised by this? Because I certainly am not. It's not like the level of discourse has been going up or raised in any way, shape, or form in the last few years. There was a response from Prime Minister Trudeau on this as well. He said he has a constructive and positive relationship with President Trump. He says the relationship has allowed them to move forward on things like a renewed NAFTA and on lifting steel tariffs. I think people know that the relationship between Canada and the United States is uh, deep and goes far beyond the relationship between a prime minister and a president. Uh, Although I will say, as you all know, we have a a very good and constructive relationship between me and the president. Uh, Today, maybe not, I'm guessing. But that's the way it goes when you have neighbours that are that close, right? Good days, bad days probably put this in the latter category. We wanted to talk more about that this morning, though, with the help of Redmond Shannon, who was our Global News Europe correspondent and joins us now. Hi, Redmond. Hi, Simi. Well, that was certainly a much more interesting NATO meeting than we usually hear about. Yeah, exactly. Normally, these are pretty dry affairs, very important affairs, of course. But on this occasion, we're not speaking about... um, uh, important matters of geopolitics. We are speaking about uh, overheard conversations um, in Buckingham Palace and the uh, snappy reaction to that conversation by Donald Trump. I suppose it was only a matter of, of if, of when rather, not yes. if uh, Donald Trump would react to this. I think um, Justin Trudeau's communications team were probably refreshing their Twitter feeds all morning, waiting for the bomb to drop. It didn't drop. Maybe it was uh, jet lag, uh, because it would be quite early for anybody traveling from North America coming over here. But by by lunchtime, when um, 
President Trump was speaking with Angela Merkel. Um, he was asked about it. And that's when he gave that statement about uh, calling Justin Trudeau two-faced and a nice guy in the very same breath. So uh, I don't think, as you say, this is very surprising. I suppose the most surprising thing is that um, this conversation was picked up on this occasion. Politicians, I suppose, do have more candid conversations than we see them having. And on this occasion... Uh, they were caught, or at least Justin Trudeau was caught on his half of the conversation. Yeah, and why is that? How did that happen? Was there Were there cameras there that they didn't know about? Like, what happened? Well, they would have known there was a camera there. So how this works, uh, this was in Buckingham Palace in a very fancy-looking room for anyone who's seen the video of very important people there, mostly leaders and their aides, along with, of course, Princess Anne, as you saw there, and other members of the royal family. And this would be the case where only one camera was allowed in from the world's media. And on this occasion, it was ABC from the U.S. They, had, they were the, the pool camera, it's called, the one camera that was allowed. And that footage was then given to all the world's media, or at least all the NATO member national broadcasters and broadcasters that wanted that footage could get access to that footage. So that one camera was there, probably not with none of those politicians had a microphone very close to them. But whatever microphone was there was close enough to them that it could pick up what Justin Trudeau was saying. It didn't really pick up what the others were saying, perhaps because they were faced away from the camera. But Trudeau, we could see his mouth, therefore we could lip-read him, at least somebody could, and we could pick up just about what he was saying. So he was sort of in the wrong place at the wrong time. But let's talk about the overall NATO meeting here as well, because Redmond, it also seemed a little bit different than usual because you had a bit of a testy meeting with Emmanuel Macron, Donald Trump, where Donald Trump was the one who was actually, it sounded like, defending NATO. Yeah, I heard people speculate as to whether or not Emmanuel Macron was playing some um, simplistic uh, reverse psychology with Donald Trump on making him defend NATO because Donald Trump, for most of his tenure as president, has been very critical of NATO and particularly the contributions of countries around the world, which he criticized Canada again today for for not uh, contributing as much of their GDP as the U.S. does to defense. The U.S., of course, spends more in defense than anyone else. And he wants people to up their contribution. So that's something he has constantly been criticizing NATO for, wants to get people, wants to get countries to do more. And uh, it was very interesting to see um, Emmanuel Macron criticize more the strategy of NATO and, and how it's going about its business. And then perhaps Donald Trump was just uh, prodded into defending NATO. So it's quite interesting to see him, on one hand, criticize NATO and then defend it uh, yeah. immediately afterwards. Did they actually agree on anything at this summit? Well, there was a joint statement issued. This was uh, not even a summit, actually. It was just a meeting, and I think it was very deliberately called a meeting because it was more of a, a, a commemoration of the 70th anniversary of NATO. It was uh, an event to perhaps just promote NATO in, or you know, the virtues of NATO in some ways. And, and a summit would therefore have to have some very mo- much more concrete outcomes from it. And they didn't think that that would probably happen. And it hasn't really happened. But what, um, what was one of the main issues coming into this was Turkey's um, incursion into Syria. Right. It's the so-called Operation Peace Spring. And whether or not other NATO members, the 20 other, sorry, 28 other NATO members would support fully support Turkey's actions in against the uh, Kurdish militants there in Kurdish areas of northern Syria. Turkey said, unless everyone else did, it, Turkey wouldn't support 
NATO's strategy in northeastern Europe against Russia. Well, just at the end of the summit today, Turkey sort of backed away from that and that threat was pulled back from. So that is one potential crisis for NATO that has been averted at least for now. So that is perhaps one positive outcome from this NATO meeting. Did a lot of it, do you think, get sidetracked, Redmond, with this viral video? Absolutely, it did. I mean, it's the top story, you know, not just in Canada, in many news outlets, but uh, here in the UK, too. So the, you know, the war war of words or um, between the so-called war of words, at least one way between uh, Trudeau and Trump is is making waves here. It's it's uh, wherever Trump goes, he will say something that gets headlines and uh, distracts attention away from perhaps the bigger issues. Whether or not that's deliberate, well, we don't know, but it always seems to happen, and it has happened again here um, at this NATO meeting. Oh, I think he's very good at that. I think he's very, very good at making sure something like that happens. Uh, on that note, though, you mentioned uh, leaders, you know, the UK it being hosted there as well, and there's an election going on in the UK right now, or the campaign is going on right now, and I understand that there have been some efforts to try to make sure the president, Donald Trump, doesn't come up during that election. <laughs> Yes, well, Donald Trump has uh, been mentioned throughout the campaign by the more so by the main opposition Labour Party because after Brexit, whenever Brexit does happen, the UK is looking to strike a trade deal with the United States. And what is the controversial part of that is whether or not the National Health Service here uh, will be part of the negotiations and potentially drug companies and the price of drugs. Obviously, we know about that in Canada as to the influence of United U.S. pharmaceutical companies and what influence they can have on, on the health, the public health care system in Canada. And that is a, a worry here in the United Kingdom as well. So the opposition are playing it up saying, oh, Boris Johnson's conservatives want to sell out our national health care system or words to that effect. Um, Boris Johnson says no such thing. It's not on the table. And Donald Trump, in fact, was asked about that here and said, he wouldn't even take the national health care the, the national health service here even if it was handed to him on a silver platter now that could mean anything but it is uh, donald trump is being mentioned in this election campaign right now the conservatives who are looking good potentially for a majority want to avoid his name being mentioned and want to just hope that uh, perhaps polling day comes as soon as possible it is now eight days away and they have a pretty healthy lead and look like they could be getting that majority that they need and a somewhat healthy majority if things go right for them at the polls to then perhaps nail down Brexit and get it done potentially or at least get out of the EU potentially by the end of January. Oh, I don't believe that. I'll believe it when I see it, Redmond. (laughs) Yeah, well, we've heard it three times before and uh, anything could happen. It's just, it's so unpredictable. No one can predict it, but it seems more possible than ever if if they do get that majority right. it seems more likely than ever that it could happen by the end of january we will see redmond thank you so much for that thanks amy bye that's our global news europe correspondent redmond shannon lots going on with this nato meeting that they were having over in the uk